Welcome to the Walk Podcast of the Thompson Institute, a podcast for students and faculty on your walk across campus as a resource for your spiritual journey. I'm Aaron Badenhop. And I'm Jordan Browning. And we are your hosts and fellow Buckeyes. In the last episode, which briefly closes out our interview with Dr. Peter Kraft, philosopher at Boston College, we ask what he would say to those that reject Christianity because Christians can be awful people. And is Christianity's claim credible that God gives believers a new heart? So I think there are some on our campus that might say that even if the arguments for Jesus' divinity make some sense, that Jesus' followers are simply awful people. Of course they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, there's the famous statement that's attributed to Gandhi about how he liked Jesus but not Jesus' followers. And I wonder what you would say to someone who doesn't feel like they could become a Christian, not because they have take issue with Jesus, but because they don't want to become one of those quote-unquote those people. Well, one of the doctrines of Christianity, the bad news that comes before the good news, is that we're all those people. We're all sinners. The one thing we have in common is we all pop out of our mother's womb programmed to this philosophy of life. I want what I want when I want it. I'm God and you all have to serve me. And it's very difficult uh, to train us out of that. Uh, that's not specifically Christian or specifically unchristian. That's universal. Christianity addresses that problem. It's called sin, a kind of original selfishness. So if you think you don't need it, then you're not part of the audience that Jesus addresses. Jesus says, I, uh, I'm a physician, and if you don't think you're sick, goodbye. I'm not for you. Hmm. Uh, suppose, suppose somebody said to you, I've got good news for you. Uh, you can have a, a heart surgery. You can get a new heart. Uh, ordinarily, it would cost half a million dollars, but it's free. Just go down to the hospital. Is that good news to you? Well, not if you don't think you need a new heart. But if you think you do, and if you're going to die without it, that's very good news indeed. Hmm. So you need the bad news before the good news. I think that's the main obstacle to Christianity in our society. Hmm. I think the new Pharisees are the pop psychologists who say, accept yourself as you are. Hmm. And your conscience doesn't tell you to do that. Your conscience tells you, no, you're not good enough. You're a sinner. Hmm. You're not totally bad. You're not totally depraved. There's a lot of good stuff in you, and there's a lot of bad stuff in you. In other words, you've got life and death. You've got healthy cells and cancer cells at war in you. Hmm. And Jesus is going to be the great physician. Hmm. Uh, mere Christianity has helped convert a lot of people, starting with Chuck Colson and a lot of philosophers too. And all of them focus on the same chapter when they talk about what that book did in their life. It's a chapter on pride. Hmm. Pride isn't just vanity, thinking more highly of yourself than you should. Pride is playing God, saying, I am the center of the universe. Uh, and that's the, the primal sin. That's the devil's sin that made him revolt against God. I'm, I don't want to be number two. I want to be number one. Hmm. And as some brilliant atheists like uh, Sartre, for instance, show, uh, that's in all of us. We, we all want to be the sun and everybody else be a planet circling around us. And that's almost impossible to uproot. So you need supernatural help. You need, you need the God who designed you uh, to redesign you, to give you a new heart. That's what Christianity is all about. 
I, I wonder if some listeners, when they hear you talk about being given a new heart, uh, to to really dive into this, would say they look at Christians' lives and they don't see it. You know that that yeah. that uh, yeah. there are very sincere Christians who are very pious in their faith, but who look tangibly no different than. Uh, very secular-minded people around them. Mm -hmm. And and so I wonder if there are many people who would say, functionally, does Christianity, quote-unquote, work? (laughs) Well, ask any of those people, uh, even weak Christians and certainly strong Christians, and they'll give you the same answer. I was worse before I became a Christian. Hmm. No, Christianity doesn't make me instantly perfect. It's not instant fast food. It's gradual growth. But there's a new life within me. Uh, Paul says in uh, one of his epistles, the Romans, uh, there's an old man and a new man in me, and they're at war. There's the flesh and the spirit, which doesn't mean the soul and the body. It means the, the old selfish self and the new Christian self. And at first, the new Christian self is just a little seed. You hardly see it. And a seed gradually grows. And in healthy seeds, after a while, it's mature enough to poke through the surface and you can see it. But even then, it's tiny. And it gradually goes, and the fruit comes at the end. And you see the fruit best in in the saints, the beautiful works of love. But it's faith that plants that seed, and it's hope that makes the plant grow, and it's love that makes the fruit appear. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm wondering if, from your vantage point today, if if we start with the assumption that there is a God, and that God loves people Mm -hmm. and that he wants to redeem the world. Um, What do you see when you look at the church or when you look at the world, what do you, if you had uh, the possibility of being in the throne room of God and kind of understanding God's vantage point of what he wants to change about the world or about the church, what, what is the first thing that comes to mind to you of, of this is sort of what's next in God's story of, of redemption. I don't think that's the right question because I think that question assumes that God is a kind of spiritual technologist hmm. who's pushing the right buttons on a machine, and the question is which button comes first. Mm-hmm. Uh, love doesn't have a technology. Technology is a way of making something easier. Uh, here, to get light in a dark room is an important thing. And before electricity, it was a kind of hard thing because you had to rub two sticks together until you got a fire, and then you had to build a fire in the middle of the room, and then you had to have a pit around the fire to protect the room from being burned down. Uh, and now all you need to do is, is flip a button. All right, so technology makes something that's intrinsically important and hard to be easy. There's no technology for love. Hmm. You just do it. And God is love. Hmm. So I don't think there is an answer to that question, what Hmm. comes first. Hmm. But clearly what God wants, uh, that has been revealed. Hmm. Uh, What is his will? Obey my law. What is my law? Love God with your whole heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Hmm. That's everything. Mm -hmm. Everything's in there. Jordan, what stuck out to me from this episode is how Dr. Kraft responded to the idea that uh, the awfulness of Christians sort of discredits whether or not Jesus' identity uh, actually matters. 
And uh, what I found to be interesting is how quickly he responded by saying, well, of course, Christians are awful people. Mm-hmm. And I thought I found it interesting that he said that um, if you actually talk to people who are who identify as Christians, uh, many of them would probably say that as bad as you might perceive them to be now, they were worse people before. And w- the way that he continued that line of thought was to say that we all kind of come out of the womb as prideful, self-centered people. That it, it that's something that's true of every human being. That that we view ourselves at the center of the universe, and we kind of want the world to revolve around us. And the way that he talked about this new heart that we receive, uh, it's it's uh, a seed that's planted. He used this metaphor of a seed sort of growing into a tree that bears fruit, but he described that that metaphor as though it's a, a process that is slow and it takes time and that the fruit is hardly seen until the very end of that that process. And I, th- I found that to be a helpful metaphor because it helps uh, those who are Christians to not expect that they're going to stop dealing with their issues th- the moment they become a Christian. Of course, we carry those with us uh, into our Christian spiritual journey. Uh, but also, I think uh, it helps perhaps the those on the outside looking in to the Christian life to say, well, I guess it makes sense why these people don't have it all together. They have issues just like everybody else. And and um, uh, But I think he was right to say, yeah, you do see people like Mother Teresa. You see uh, people who uh, are not famous, who no one even knows about, who display all kinds of self-sacrificial love that is incredible. And they do that because of their faith. And we would say because of uh, the Holy Spirit's work in their life over time. Yeah, hmm. uh, uh, even thinking about how this lands on on the, the ears of those who are already Christians, I think um, it frees us up uh, to, to even be honest and real about where we're where we're at, I feel like um, when we hear the criticism as uh, as Christians that we're hypocrites or we don't practice what we preach, that it, this almost frees us up to say like exactly like that's that's the point of this. This is why I need this new heart. This is why I need Jesus. Um, and, and so, as a Christian, I'm able to sort of uh, freely be honest and and hopefully that that is an attractive thing for an outsider to to see someone looking from the outside in to say like man these people are honest and real about who they are and they're not trying to doctor it up to look great for me well thanks so much for listening to the walk podcast and if you have found some of these conversations to be helpful or encouraging to you One of the things I'd encourage you to do is to take a step further than listening to the podcast. And a way you could do that is by looking into one of the Christian groups on campus. We would encourage you to go to crewohiostate.com and actually reach out to someone on the the webpage. Uh, They're real people on campus who I'm sure will be glad to spend time with you and to hear what questions you have, to hear what doubts you might have, and to explore how we might be able to, to be a help to you. And I think you might find that the people who would follow up with you might be a little bit different than maybe some of your experiences or perceptions of, of Christians that you might might bring with you. 
uh, I think they'll be very, very understanding of the questions that you have and uh, will allow you to have freedom to be where you are. And so uh, I'd encourage you to do that. And uh, we wanted to let you know that uh, we are going to be uh, interviewing some more professors over the summer months, and uh, we'll be back with a vengeance with the WOG podcast come August when the new fall semester starts. So uh, look out for us then. Yeah, and we'd, we'd even encourage you guys to share this podcast with your friends, with your acquaintances. We know that some of you uh, that are benefiting the most from this are people that already have relationships uh, with people on campus. And um, this would be a great way to start dialogues with friends, even taking a philosophy class together at Ohio State to, to uh, engage with these things more in light of uh, us having had a couple philosophers uh, on the podcast this semester. So please consider sharing it with them, asking them what they think, and keeping the conversation going. Well, thanks again for listening, uh, and we will be happy to engage with you again come August. Thanks so much for listening to the walk of the Thompson Institute. The personal views presented by the scholars and professors on our podcast do not represent the views of their employer. For upcoming events and for more information, visit the thompsoninstitute.org, a program of crew at Ohio State.